0: from man's institutions to God's instructions. It's time to say the blessing. I'm
1: Tim. And I'm Miss. We don't mean it's time to eat. There is so much more to the blessing. Let's talk about it. If
0: you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. The Bible is all about Yeshua, our Messiah. Amen. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpiltorah.com. Follow us on redpiltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you.
1: And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom for our listeners in Texas and Egypt. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Red Pill Tour is an outreach ministry of B'nai Ephraim, Messianic Ministries, and Assembly.
0: We haven't recorded an episode in a while. Miss, I think it's like riding a bike. I hope we aren't too rusty.
1: I think we'll be okay. We've had a lot happen over the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. Some ministries and podcasts have a full staff of people to do social media, public relations, manage the technology, book guests, and whatever else needs to be done. Here at Red Pill Torah, so far, it's just you and me, Daddy. Mm -hmm. We spend great time together. We enjoy family and great friends. We study and worship. We help other people and ministries. We work, we plan, and we record for Red Pill Torah. We recently started a ministry called B'nai Ephraim Messianic Ministries and Assembly. We have friends who are stepping in to help us. And that's really great.
0: Yeah, it is really great that Elohim moved on their hearts to want to be involved more. Mm -hmm. We hope to tell you more about B'nai Ephraim, Messianic Ministries and Assembly in the near future. We're excited about how the Father will bless us to be a blessing. And speaking of blessings, we had a really great blessing happen in our lives. Since the last podcast, we welcomed our sixth grandchild, and second grandson into the world
1: that's right daddy and he's a beautiful young man Mm -hmm. everyone is fine and well and I'm sure our son-in-law will get some rest eventually shortly after our grandson was born our daughter called and asked me when is daddy coming over to bless the baby I love that she and her husband actually want a blessing from you Dan that's special
0: I feel that way too mama ever since we learned about what a blessing is why it's important, and how it can change lives for the better, we became much more formal about blessing our grandchildren. Now, of course, when we were young parents, we prayed for our children all the time.
1: I remember that. And I remember how you would always bless them before you left for work and they left for school.
0: Yeah, I remember those days too. Those were good days, Mama. We also raised them in a way that positioned them to know Yehovah for themselves even though we didn't really know or appreciate his holy name at the time. Now we know that our Jewish brothers bless their children regularly using the words and ways set forth in the scriptures. Knowing that and why it's important, we wanted to ensure that blessings became part of our family practice.
1: Our tradition of blessing involves Tim getting the tallit his father gave him, putting it on, and he and I holding the new baby with a tallit all around us. The tallit is a reminder for us to obey the commandments of Elohim. It also reminds us of his faithful love and his covenant. We acknowledge our part in the covenant and begin to fulfill our part with the prayers of blessing.
0: The topic of blessings has been front and center for us since this month began. Now a few weeks ago we studied one of my favorite Torah portions. It's called Vayechi which means, and he lived. Now, I love this Torah reading because we get to see, in some detail, the transfer of the blessing within Israel's family. We talk about the blessing a lot, but I don't think we've ever defined what a blessing is. So, Mama, tell us exactly what a blessing is.
1: Well, Daddy, a blessing is a way to convey or call attention to a person's potential, their potential to achieve and to excel. A blessing stimulates prosperity, growth, and power. The Hebrew word for blessing is barach. In contrast, the Hebrew word arar is often translated as curse. It means to isolate, to bring to ruin, or to bind, restricting freedom. A blessing is all about freedom from constraints and limitations. It is a way to make a positive contribution to a person or people's future.
0: In Genesis chapter 47, Joseph has already been made viceroy of Egypt. He has identified himself to his brothers, sent them to bring the family to Egypt, and the family has arrived. Verse 7 says that Joseph escorted Jacob, his father, in to meet Pharaoh, and Jacob blessed Pharaoh. In a way, Pharaoh had grafted himself in on the blessings that Jehovah had given to Joseph. Remember that Elohim caused everything that Joseph did to prosper. Now that sounds like a blessing to me. By giving Joseph such a high position, Pharaoh agreed with Elohim. The rest was that the known world was saved and Pharaoh became significantly more wealthy and powerful without doing any additional work or making any new decisions. That still sounds like a blessing to me, Mama.
1: The blessing is not acquired through discord or brute force. Pharaoh's promotion of Joseph was a blessing and put him in a position to be blessed by Joseph's father Israel whose name means the Prince who has power with Elohim but getting back to my point the blessings didn't stop there in Genesis 48 Jacob blessed his son Joseph by adopting and elevating Joseph's two sons Manasseh and Ephraim in verse 20 Jacob prophesied the following he said through you Israel The generations who will come after you will pronounce blessings, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. That means he will make you fruitful and make you forget your tough times. To this day, Jewish men bless their sons with these sacred words.
0: When I read about Jacob blessing Joseph and his sons, it reminds me of my dad. We talked about this in our first Red Pill Torah podcast episode. I remember going to him and telling him about the things that Miss and I were learning about the Torah and how my approach to the things of Elohim was changing. When he encouraged me to keep going and to keep learning, it was as if I had received new strength. Knowing I had my father's blessing meant the world to me. The talit my father gave me is my reminder to follow the instructions of our Heavenly Father. What an awesome blessing.
1: Daddy, I love the way you reverence your father and our mothers. My father passed away before he could meet you, but I know he would love you because you love me. I do. Thank you, Daddy. Having a great relationship puts a person in the position to be blessed. When we look at the lives of Jacob and his sons, not all of them had great relationships with their father. Reuben, in particular, was guilty of being intimate with one of his father's concubines, Mm -hmm. and his father Jacob knew about it. In Genesis 49, we see Jacob's final pronouncement over Reuben. It starts off pretty nicely, but it has a rough ending.
0: In Genesis 49, verses 3 and 4, Jacob said, Reuben, you are my firstborn, my strength, the first fruits of my manhood. Though superior in vigor and power, you are unstable as water, so your superiority will end, Mm. because you climbed into your father's bed and defiled it. He climbed onto my concubine's couch. So with that, it was made official. Reuben was born first, but he would not receive the firstborn blessing. We see a similar issue earlier in the life of Isaac. It involved Esau and his actions after realizing he would not receive the
1: firstborn blessing. Hebrews chapter 12 mentions that incident. Reading from verse 15, it says, See to it that no one misses out on Elohim's grace, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble and thus contaminates many, and that no one is sexually immoral or godless like Esau, who in exchange for a single meal gave up his rights as the firstborn. For you know that afterwards, when he wanted to obtain his father's blessing, he was rejected. Indeed, even though he sought it with tears, his change of heart was to no avail. Daddy, once Esau and Reuben had taken themselves out of position to receive the blessing, the blessing was not available to them. Mm -hmm. They did not get a second chance. The blessing went to someone else, permanently.
0: Mama, that's a powerful message about how we should approach receiving a blessing. Now, when it comes to conveying a blessing, we should not be rash or act as if we can take back whatever blessing we may speak. In Genesis 27, 27, When Isaac realized that he had blessed Jacob and not Esau, he did not in any way suggest that he could change or undo his blessing. He basically told Esau that his brother Jacob would have dominion over him. When we bless, our yes needs to be a yes and our no needs to be a clear no.
1: That's right, Danny. Psalms 119 is an amazing psalm. It's the longest of the Psalms, and its first features a reoccurring theme, Jehovah's Word and our response to Jehovah's Word. Uh, let me read Psalm 119, one through 3. It says, Blessed are those whose way of life is blameless, who live by the Torah of Jehovah. Blessed are those who observe His instructions, who seek Him wholeheartedly. They do nothing wrong. They live by His ways and let's not forget Yeshua's teaching about blessings in Matthew chapter 5 1 through 12 It's popularly known as the Beatitudes I thought he was just doing a spontaneous teaching come to find out all of the things he taught about being blessed is found in the Torah daddy these are just two examples of many scriptures that associate the Torah God's instructions with blessings
0: so What would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and quietly harbor low expectations when it comes to bestowing a blessing or receiving a blessing?
1: Or would you take the red pill and recognize a blessing as a way of tilting the scales in a positive way for the people you may bless or who may bless you? Only you can answer that question. In the Torah story of Balaam and Balak, we learn that who Elohim has blessed cannot be cursed. We also see how seriously Elohim takes pronouncements over his people. Before you say a blessing, be sure that your blessing is in line with the Father's will. Put yourself
0: in position to receive blessings from our Heavenly Father. Follow the Torah, Mm -hmm. God's instructions. Doing that is a good way to ensure that you're in position to receive from Him. I hope you'll be careful to bless your children, your grandchildren, and as many in your family line as will receive it. In these times, we really need
1: more blessings. We certainly do. Well, that's all we have time for today. Prayerfully consider the power of spoken blessings. Use that power to do good for others. Be a distribution center for the goodness of Mm Jehovah. Thanks for listening to us at Red Pill Tour, where you you can can handle handle the the truth. truth.